I'm not happy. Are you happy? <laughs> because it went so good. Oh, first of all, it's going. So it's good. going good. So first of all, hi everybody. Welcome Hello. back to Yappy Hour. What's up? How are you? It is your host, your host, the mostest, the dynamic duo. Hello, everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fallon. And your boy, Corey O'Brien. Okay, so first off, thank you all so much who listened to the episode, the first episode. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from people that they're enjoying it. Those that have listened to it already, I'm excited to hear more people that have listened to the previous episodes and then the ones that will be getting into this episode, too. So yeah, thank you all. I've been giving a lot of love, honestly. And um, what I would ask is for those who are actually tapped in and tuning in, um, listen to the, the first one and then listen to this one when this comes out and mm-hmm. you know, feel free to write us. Let us know some feedback. Let us know some topics y'all want to hear about. Um, let us know how we can really, you know, dive into the community and, and interact with y'all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we are up. now officially live on all streaming platforms. Apple. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. We got Apple. Hey. We got Spotify. Hey. We got Google. Hey. Listen, <laughs> okay. and then we got sound effects. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> she cannot be stopped now. <laughs> okay, um, and then of course, if you don't have any of those, then you can just use the link that we shared, and that also has the audio, and we'll have all the audios going forward as well, just in case you don't have Apple, Spotify, or whatever. Um, so you talked about where they can find the podcast, mm-hmm. but where can they find us at? So you can find us all over the globe, but on the internet. Um, <laughs> my social tag is she got short hair and mine is real Corey O'Brien. My Facebook is Corey O'Brien. Mm, so Corey O'Brien, you have to tell the people what's, what's going on with you. Let's get into our early birds. Cause okay. we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. Let's do our, <laughs> let's do our early bird special. Okay. As I gracefully enter this segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost, if you are interested in modeling and or acting, Myself and my friend, my good friend Mecca, we are having us our model and designer casting call for our upcoming classes and our exhibition. Um, so stay tuned for that. But Monday, uh, 327 at the Ironicwate Public Library, we will be in room 114 from 6 to 8, and it is open to all. Um, we ask that you are preferably uh, 20 plus, just because we will be teaching youth classes as well and doing things with youth. Um, this isn't exclusive to adults, um, but we're trying to primarily work with, um, I guess, the latter half of the millennial mm-hmm. generation. Um, yeah. So preferably, you know, 20 plus. But if you're 18, come through. Um, and regardless, just come through, show a love. Again, that is Ironicwake Public Library. We will be in room 114 from 6 until 8. And that's this Monday. Uh, well, when you guys hear this, it'll be last Monday, uh, yeah. 27. So, hey, Miss Mecca Stars. Shout out to y'all. I'm excited for you guys because we've been talking about it a lot. They've been doing a lot of behind the scene planning. It's not no last minute, hey, let's just be, right, let's do right. a model call. No, they've been really doing a lot of groundwork. So I'm excited for y'all. And I've been trying to get this, you know, uplifted mm-hmm. for, for a while now. You know, um, we walked to, the, we both walked in the 105.5 The Beat show. Shout out to y'all. Um, <clears throat> and we, from that point on, was like, yo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we got to do our own thing too because this was fire, but we could do one that's yeah. fire too. Y'all in talks uh, with CEOs. Okay. You know what I mean? Hair proposals. Flip. Insert two hair flips. Let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what's going on in my world. That's exciting. That's exciting. So, um, just in case, if y'all didn't catch the last episode, um, we have some 
good concerts coming up. So by the time y'all hear this, um, the Reggae Gold concert have just passed with T.O.K., Tonto Metro, Devante. I'm sure it was amazing. I'm sure it has been. They are amazing. They're legends. So I know that's going to be amazing. And then for those who don't know, um, Soulja Boy is coming May 18th at Water Street. And then Anthony Hamilton will be going to the Auditorium Theater. Last episode, we said it was Water Street as well, but we were wrong and we are correcting it now. He will be at the Main Street Auditorium. I'm excited, especially now that I know it's at the auditorium. Yeah. Um, I love the auditorium. It's so <laughs> nice. It. If you've never <laughs> been to the auditorium for a show, you have to go. It's so beautiful in there, especially when they have the big, like, RBTL shows like, or the Broadway shows. Sorry, quick little segue, but look my last tab on my Google. <laughs> Why is it Ariana Grande's network? Because I love her. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> how did you even... <laughs> Okay, so it came about because Yo, what? me and me and Kendall were talking about her, and everybody knows that I love Ariana Grande. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I wonder how much she's actually worth." Because my sis has been, you know, trailblazing. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and forty million. Mm. Oh, and I'm so happy for her. I I just want to see that number rise. Yeah, let's give her <laughs> a little. Her. Let's give a little okay. twinkle for Ariana Grande. For the angel that she is. The ponytail that she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with you. If you don't know, Corey is a Ariana Grande fanatic. Stan, okay. he will die for that girl. Okay, that is queen for me. <laughs> he will die. He will. He will slay dragons if he has to for her. That's a fizzy fact. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miss Grande. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, okay, so let's talk about it. Oh, oh I know. It. Okay, so we have to get into. So preview. We renamed this. So as you guys know, we do our early bird specials, which are our upcoming announcements. And then last week we had our deals of the day, which is like our topics of the day, but we officially changed that. So our title is now called the soup du jour. For, for those who don't know, it's it's still the soup of the day. It's a deal of the day. Deal of the day. It's still soup of the day, but it sounds better. It's we, the soup du jour. We fancy. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's what it's about. Nothing we less. want the soup. <laughs> What's the soup What's in the, the school? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, I okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay so wait because we were talking about celebrities before we get into this because i know it's gonna be good i just want to ask who is taking the pictures of ari lennox in this gold chain link dress because- girl that's split <laughs> <laughs> i love you ari but that's split ain't it <laughs> Yo, I, was she drunk and someone just said hey she was just feeling herself and they're just like let's take pictures the same energy that she gives me is i'm doing the best i can with but what, what i, I got, got. <laughs> shut up right oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Like it took it looks like pictures that like maybe someone like one of her friends or her camp just took of her and then they just posted them anyway. There was no intention behind those at all. But that damn split. I can't. (laughs) And then what kills me is like it's the split. And then it's just her faces in all the photos. Like she's looking like, is this okay? One is giving it hurts. The other one is giving, I'm channeling Grace Jones. I hope I'm doing it right. (laughs) All of them are questionable. (laughs) I can't. Ari, I love you, but no. Oh, my gosh. I love Ari Lennox so much. Because she she just embodies, like, quirky black girls. I love it. 
<laughs> and I just I love, love it so much. Like, you know how people be like, oh my God, SZA embodies like the quirky black, the alternative girl. And it's like she do, but Ari Lennox is the one she, she in real is, time, in real life. You know that that famous, um, I think it's from SNL with yeah. Lil Baby, with his uh-huh. little pose. She gives that very much. It's just like, I'm yeah. just happy to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very I, much that. Hi, mom. <laughs> 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 she is. Or like in interviews, she'd be really serious about questions. Like, you ever see that interview with her and um, Summer Walker? And she was asking her about her surgeries. I have not. What? <laughs> Yo, she was dead serious asking Summer Walker about her surgeries, like especially about getting her booty done. She was, she's like, wait, so you really going to do it? I'm you gonna, dead. <laughs> and then does it hurt? And then how big can you get it? Like, it was just like, girl, that's not the point. Like, it's so funny because people talk about Lola, like how she like fangirls over like celebrities. Uh-huh. And like, I don't. I don't feel like when I'm wealthy, I'm going to do well, wait, that. Wait, which Lola, Brooke? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm going to be fangirling like that, but I feel like I'm very much going to be that, oh, my gosh, so how much did it cost? You can do that? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, and I'm what? like, did you like? Did you pick the color? Like, you, you could build your mansion by yourself. Like, ooh. Like, ooh, ooh. You have a team? <laughs> do you, like, do you draw your house out? Yeah, y'all do everything? What? <laughs> And then I got to pay for it? Like, that's the part that I think would choke me that's up. Like, oh, It costs how much? Oh, my God. I'm about to go strip. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm going out online, guys. I'm about to hit that split. If you see me out online, don't say nothing. Just, I... just shoot me a dollar. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Absolutely do not. Do not acknowledge me. Just, hey, just throw, you. No, no. Just throw me the dollar outside the back window. <laughs> got to Ball it up. <laughs> Shoot it at my head. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I okay, can't. okay. So let's get back to our soup du jour. You wanna what 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 are we getting into today, Corey? I need y'all to pour in when y'all when y'all hear this. Because yes. that porn hub special on Netflix. Yeah. I'm What's not it called? Lie. The money maker? Money shot. Money shot. Oh, when you yeah. when you <laughs> when you first told me to check it out, I uh-huh. was like why am I watching Pornhub? Like, what's she trying to say about me? What? <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> but I saw it and was like, okay, this is dope. And like you mentioned earlier, yeah, I, I watched it at first just to kind of absorb it. And then I watched it again and was like, yo, they, they talk about a lot on here. You know, not mm-hmm. just in terms of porn consumers, but like, you know, in our realm, working with LGBTQ, uh, trafficking, you know, they, they talked about a lot. Yeah, they did. It was yeah. a lot. And let's get into that. Okay, where you where you want to start? Cause I think what I think what grabbed me, and I hope for the people that are listening that you go and watch it. Like we, it's so good. But anyway, the first two minutes grabbed me when Homegirl said the first porn search that she found was of a eight person geriatric gangbang. I but, said, what? But you you realize she said the first porn that she searched, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> What? But like, what made like was her? I'm wondering if she searched like old people porn, and that was the first one that popped up. I mean, that's very specific. But the amount of skin, like that's was it like bukkake or was it like I didn't, I don't know. Like, what she say? She just said gangbang. It was just an eight person old people gangbang, and then they showed the clip of the little old lady like rubbing their little wrinkly wieners. It was gross. Like, <laughs> it was again, so gross. ma'am. <laughs> There's so much. So first of all, I didn't know that MindGeek, the company, owns Pornhub. Neither did I. Neither I did didn't I. even know that. That blew my mind. 
I mean, right? when they explained it, rightfully so, like, I, that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you always want to be involved, but not directly, so to speak. And yeah. for those who are confused, go go watch it. It's very straightforward. And, like, you, it, you're going to be like, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, that makes sense. I, I was surprised, but I was like, duh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, well, because initially, from what I gathered, was that Pornhub started kind of like YouTube, mm. where you people can just go on and upload their own things. Because when they tried to start out trying to collaborate with different porn production companies, like how they did with like HBO and yeah. all of those, they didn't want to. So they were just like, okay, fuck it. We're just going to put our own website and just let people create an account and just upload their own shit. And then that's how it really started right. booming. <clears throat> and I think that's kind of what... The, what led into a lot of the documentary is that it was just this highly trafficked, and I don't mean sex trafficking, but like in terms of volume, mm-hmm. it was a highly trafficked site. Well, and it was, you know, yeah, whether it be consumer or upload, like that just led into everybody tapping in and <clears throat> that kind of, you know, getting into our topics of it. That's kind of what led into a lot of the questions that I have for you mm. because they did mention that they went and deleted like, some 10 million videos that were not yeah. verified. So let me let me give the quick rundown because I want people to have a full scope before we like get into the nitty gritty or even it might be able to segue to your questions about it. Hit me with it. Hit me so, with it. all right. <clears throat> I'm trying to nutshell this. No pun intended. Um, So MindGeek is a tech company that essentially bought Pornhub and all the other like porn related companies. So that could be like RedTube, XTube, Brazzers, which is like the production company for the more formal porn mm-hmm. movies and films. But initially it started out where people, like I said, they can just upload how they want to. And then they kind of created like a verification program. But MindGeek is genius initially because they were able to fully optimize um, SEO. So search engine optimization, like, they set it up to where if you wanted to Google big titties, the first six searches or results that pop up will be Pornhub. Yep. And will be different versions of big titties. Which is, it was really clever when I saw that. Like, the way mm-hmm. they had that unfold in the documentary. I was like, yo. But then, check this. They were talking about just, like, how large of a community and, like, a company it is. They be having, like, yearly statistics and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like E-News for you, porn. You ever saw the awards? Like, aside from I didn't the know they had porn awards. I've seen it before, like, prior to this. and was what? like, interesting. Like, no, like, <laughs> they like, had, like, what? the top ten searches, or they'll have, like, the most popular videos. They'll host polls that people actively, like, vote on. Like, it's crazy. I didn't know that Pornhub gets down like that. I, so I, I knew, or I guess I know a lot of people in that industry mm-hmm. um, of various statures. And, yeah, they really put me on. Like, they, they made me hip to it. Like, yeah. the award shows, the statistics, like, all That's of it. Wild. I was I literally was just like, poof. Like. I never knew that, bro. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. But then, so even in the doc, they include, like, different porn stars, essentially. Yeah. Um, Some porn, of. Porn performers. Porn, is that the better term? I, I guess it's, like, the more PC term. Mm, okay, so porn performers. Um, and then there was like that video of the one girl. Her, I can't forget her name. Her name is Gwen Adora, uh. and she's like the popular BBW. And they were showing the clips of her, like how she makes her content at home and like makes the videos and all that. And she has this thing. It's like her, <laughs> yo, the, the lube ejector or something. Yeah, like that. the lube shooter <laughs> or something like that. It is 
disgusting. I love it. Not watching it, <laughs> it's like it makes sense, but when you see it live, it's like what? But she has this little like it's a, like a syringe that she puts artificial semen, yep. and then she shoots it between her boobies, so it looks you know. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The, the shot of her walking down her stairs to go clean herself up. <laughs> I was like, how you got a whole stroll in your own apartment? Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Yo, oh my gosh. So it was just going into all of that, showing different clips, different porn performers, what they do, how it works out, how they make their money, the whole shebang. And then it transitions into this lady. I wrote her name down. Her name is Layla Micklewaite who started a pretty much an anti-campaign against Pornhub because yeah. she was essentially trying to highlight the trafficking that was happening, the sex trafficking that was happening on the website. So that became like a big social media frenzy, especially on Twitter. She was posting every day, update statuses, people's stories, the whole thing. And that attracted the writer, the New York Times writer, his name is Nicholas Kristoff, who wrote an op-ed about... All of all of pretty much coattailing off of the lady Layla saying that there's a lot of child pornography on Pornhub. And there's a lot of videos of trigger warning for people, but there's a lot of videos of rape. There's a lot of videos of people being actively trafficked. Like domestic violence. Domestic violence, oh, yeah. um, unsolicited and or unconsented sex tapes. And then a lot of them were kids that were like maybe 16, 17 yeah. and under. Yeah. Um, because there's no formal moderation that Pornhub has. We we talked about the moderation yeah. part. And, and, and it's that's what baffles me because they mentioned in a documentary that um they had at the time the guy was working there, um, he said there were a little over thirty moderators and they were expected to view eight hundred videos a day. Um he said their contract mentioned 700 at minimum, but they were expected to watch eight to a thousand. And then they, they went day. on, they proceeded to say that Facebook, something as huge as Facebook had about 15,000 moderators and they were overwhelmed. Right. So can you imagine being a team of one of 30 people that has to watch 800 to a thousand videos a day to approve if they're qualifiable to be on the website and i'm not going to justify anything but it makes sense as to why some things may slip through the cracks well they, yeah they were scrubbing through those videos as fast as they can like you said and it was like some things are going to get missed whether it be an age or this or that but then mm -hmm. what really like what really was a highlight for me is that they said that they would miss certain things in videos of like people screaming help or no or this or that and it's like mm. realistically if you if you think that 30 people are going to go through thousands millions of videos where a poor, apparently a great deal of them is trafficking child pornography you know domestic mm -hmm. violence knows and yells and you know rape and things like that that's it's not realistic it's not no. practical it's, i mean but think about it too everybody's uploading their video which has a plethora of different times one video might be two hours one video might be two minutes another video could be three hours like you don't know so every video you have to sift through there's no way and, and then he mentioned, like the CEO mentioned, that they removed some 10 million videos um, in response to that. Yeah. And then what I disliked is that the lady 
came and attacked them as if like oh when it, they were it, in the it court was, it was all over assumption it, it was like the whole allegation like they, they oh came yeah yeah, on yeah. The, the basis of assumption like oh these trafficking these child pornography you know whatever videos are on your website so you obviously condone that and it's like mm. no any, yeah. anybody up until now because you have to be a verified user but anybody can upload a video you know whether you are a, a porn performer mm-hmm. or you are a trafficker or anybody in between just a consumer you know what i mean yeah anybody could have uploaded a video that doesn't mean that Pornhub, you know and again i don't want to speak on them because i don't i don't work there i don't know but that doesn't mean that they condone it because it's on the website true but i think they're definitely is implicit the word i want to say like the the unconsciousness of them having people working to do this like you know that was never going right. to right be re- a realistic thing to happen like you know thousands of people were going to slip through the cracks because there's no way you expect the little team that you have to be able to sift through th- mil- almost millions of videos yeah. you and know the, what i'm saying like a day that- like the legal team should have brought it shouldn't have been like hey it's on your website so you condone it yeah if anything the argument should have been this is our, this is on your website. I don't know if you're aware of it, but how do you get rid of it? Do you want to get rid of it? Well, that's the thing too is that um, when the New York Times writer did his op-ed, it kind of sparked the legal process of it. Right. So then there was a girl who was talking about how her experience. I think she said it was, um, I think a rape experience that was posted on Pornhub. She yeah. asked for it to be removed time and time again, and they would remove it. But someone else had the ability to then re-upload it. So it was constantly a back and forth, back and forth, because she was getting views, quote unquote, and right. it was generating money. But e- but even then, they, they didn't Which specify up. who would re-upload it. Mm-hmm. If, if you post a video on there and I download it, I can do whatever I want with that. You know, yeah. as just a Unfortunately, consumer, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is when they they got they dove into like the moderation uh, aspect of everything and like how. Um, they just beefed up everything. They they stopped mm-hmm. the, the ability to distribute. You know, you can't download porn from Pornhub. Like just all these things yeah, 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 that yeah. I don't know are still in place. But it it see, I feel like that ooh. they need if they <laughs> had to. I don't think you should be able to download videos from Pornhub. I think you sh- it should operate very much like a subscription. Yeah, kind of like how you do with like Netflix and and Amazon and all that. Like you can't download a movie from Netflix. Yeah. You can go on Netflix and watch it. I don't know because I just unless you're you I know doing piracy shit. Netflix on my phone because I just got it for free, and I can download stuff. You can download movies on Netflix now. I literally went to watch oh, shit. the Chris Rock special. I can uh-huh. download that. Um, you can download it, so it's saved in your files or like on your know, cloud. I don't know where it's saving, but it's, oh, it's saved shit. somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm not man. didn't save it, but, but I can. Nah, you know what killed me was like maybe middle towards the end when they were talking to when they were in court and they were talking to the Canadian parliament and all that and they were asking them all the questions and the dude was like so how much you make a year Yo. and the guy was like <laughs> why do you need to know that and he's like because you run a public organization that you're profiting from like what why can you not provide those numbers and then they were like you mean yeah you know but like why is that relevant to the conversation i know we have the numbers and so the lady's like hold up you can't tell me that you don't know the numbers of what you made this year and last year stop playing i love how the dude attacked him because he was like so how much did you make last year and the the ceo was like like why is that pertinent and he's like but how much did you make he goes that's public that's private information he goes okay flips notebook Okay, so it seems that your company made four hundred and sixty million. He's yep. like, "Well, I have to go back and check." He's like, "What?" It's public <laughs> like, record. It's like, public information. <laughs> like, 
he was like, this is not pertinent to blah, blah, blah. Yo, the, guy's the deflection like, was crazy. But the other dude tri- uh, like tripped them both up because uh-huh. he was just like, nope, 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 I don't know. And the dude's like, this is public information. So I can ask whatever I want and you won't get in any trouble. Nor mm-hmm. will I. Like, yep. And then and the then, CEO was like, bro. <laughs> wait, and then the worst part was after all of that, then the uh, the rioters, they went and burned that man's house down. Yeah. or his. Well, he wasn't in it, but he was building a house with his millionaire money, and they found where the house was, like, in process, and burned that shit to the ground. I love how they were like, so you own a house here, and you and your partner are, bur- are uh, building another house here. You're driving this car, and mm-hmm. then you're thinking about buying this location. Yeah. And his response was, first off, I'm not buying any location over there. But, and I was <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> what? Why is that your response? Like, <laughs> That's all he cared about. First like, of all, <laughs> I'm not buying it over there. I'm not buying it on the East Coast. It's what, on the West. What third house are you talking about? Like... <laughs> Get it right. Like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, bro, bad response. As a CEO, bad response. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I want to ask you a question then. Okay. In the field that we work in, you know, as a safe harbor worker um, versus just as a normal consumer, Mm -hmm. do you, did your thoughts on the documentary differ each time you watched it? Because I'm assuming that you watched it as a safe harbor worker and then you watched it as Fallon, as a consumer. Um. Yes and no. So so just for context, Safe Harbor essentially work with at-risk youth that are potentially being sexually exploited or trafficked. So I'm dealing with heavy shit Ugh, 80% of my day. <laughs> but of my week. But anyway, um, so initially going in, I just watched it just to get the shock value out of it or just to watch it as a consumer. And then I went in again and watched it from a different perspective. And I feel as though... I see both sides. I see where the concerns are for people that feel as though Pornhub is unconsciously contributing to trafficking. Um, because of the fact, again, it goes back to like where where is the moderation? Where is the extensive processing in which people can consume this content that isn't, isn't anybody's, you know, sexual um, tr- trauma? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or even just being able to access things like that. Like, that's dark web shit. You know what I'm saying? But then on the flip side, for the companies that are lawfully producing sexual content, it kind of then borders censorship because they were even mentioning how with NECMEC and they have their subsidiary that pretty much advocates for removing all sexual content across the board so that way it pretty much eliminates um, trafficking and sexual trauma and all of that. But then it takes away for people that do OnlyFans right, or, right. you know, who are making the sexual content very much lawfully, very much the way that it should be done. So it's it's kind of like, I see both sides, but I definitely feel like there needs to be way more parameters set in place for people to access um porn films and and clips and all of that. Not to say you should take it away because people make money off of it. People enjoy it. That's maybe for some people how they and their partners, you know, get down, whatever. But, yeah, they're, you know, they do the, you know, are you 18 and over? Yeah, sure, whatever. But even behind that, like, the content that's on there needs to be very, very, for me, very specific, very specified there needs to be way more people on the team to be able to sift out the weird shit. Right. So that way it's more of a 
enjoyable experience for people that already are on it, but also people that are being introduced to porn and what that is and what that what that consumption looks like. See, my issue is that they they were very, very adamant, and you kind of inadvertently talked about this, but they were very adamant about the fact that pornography fuels trafficking. Mm-hmm. And I don't completely find accuracy in that statement because, you know, for all of the things that you said, but also it's like trafficking existed well before, I don't want to say the invention of pornography, but before it was mainstream and global. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, porn distribution in the 60s was leaving a magazine in, a, in the woods and someone finding it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure trafficking happened back then. I'm pretty sure trafficking is, is not, you know, new. It's not something of our generation or the generation before. I feel like trafficking to all extent yeah. has been around for as long as we could probably, you know, think about think mm-hmm. about or, or date. Um, I do understand what they mean is that, you know, in light of everything we were talking about, there were people on Pornhub and other distribution sites and porn sites that are able to re-download and distribute mm-hmm. and, and so on and so forth for their, you know, malicious needs such as trafficking. But to, to tie those two together as if yeah. they're interchangeable, you know, or they, they relate in a way that they can, you know, live simultaneously is it's not at least to me, it's not completely accurate. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's fair to to the people in the porn industry, whether it be admin or porn performers. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't like that comment didn't sit well with me. Like mm. it was weird. It was weird for me. Yeah. I think also too it's unfair to people for porn performers, especially who are very adamant about their content. Like they're not doing it for children. They're not doing it for, you know, inappropriate purposes. This is for adult content. Right. Like so it's unfortunate because people that are making their money essentially through MindGeek as a corporation may be privy to some things, but for those that are really not and are just like, yo, I just enjoy doing what I do. It sucks to be roped into something so heavy and traumatic and really is an epidemic that, you know, people are becoming aware of, I guess, or are becoming more privy to, I should say, but... Yeah, that shit was wild. Like it took a major twist. Like it oh, was yeah. it was like it was in the beginning. Yeah, it was like, oh my God, you know, she's Horn. like putting her little her little loop thing and spraying it and then they're showing their little outfits and she got the dick organizers on the walls and that I respect her. <laughs> I was like, okay, you got your little pockets for dicks. Like yo, it I'm was with it. Like, too many options. I was do your like, thing, girl. girl. Okay. Like that's all a tentacle. Like, whoa. Not a whoa. tentacle. Oh my god. Like, do your thing. But yeah, and then it just took a dark turn it was like oh wow okay i will say the part that really not to keep talking about work but the part that really bothered me Mm -hmm. is me being an lgbtq plus specialist at our job it was the censorship the attack on porn women's sexuality yeah queer sexuality the fact that like you know you can have certain things that are taboo in and and important the porn world such as like you know tagging your videos with drunk you know things that are not consensual pedophilia things like that but to outlaw certain words like anal or like what was it um fisting things like that pegging Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. i'm if i'm in the porn world and specifically this was this was for OnlyFans, if i'm uploading a video and i'm into pegging and i can't hashtag pegging because of some caucus corporate man mm-hmm. has a fear of putting things in his butt you know what i mean that's that's homophobia in a way no because that's serious like <laughs> it's just, be, because yes. you are not into ass play doesn't mean that you have to censor people who are yeah just, you yeah, know obviously fair. again things like drunk and things like that that are coercion you know or you know not consensual yeah 
that's that's illegal. You know, we're going to censor that. But because you don't want to get squirted on, you're going to outlaw the word squirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, how is that fair? That's I feel you, but I'm not gonna lie. I don't ever want to see a video of someone being fisted. I, me either. Me either. I don't know how people enjoy that shit. Maybe no. it's part of BDSM. I don't know, but like, don't punch fisting. my colon. Don't punch my colon. I'm okay. I don't. There should not. <laughs> there should not. I mean, you essentially getting punched in the ass. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but to each his own. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yeah. That doesn't mean I need to censor you because you like to get punched right. in the colon. Right, right. That's not, <laughs> that's not for me. But do your thing. Do your th- I respect it. Yeah. But no, like to, to go back to it, it's like that list was extensive. And again, you yeah. know, for those who are actually going to tap into the documentary, go watch it. It's, it's more in, you know, the latter it's, half. It's a very unique documentary that list was extensive of censorships and it was like bro yeah come on this is the porn world anything mm-hmm. can be porn it, you know porn can like, yeah. it just i don't it that, Listen, that, that triggered a nerve it's a good document it's an interesting documentary like i just i just came across it and i was like what why would they why would they do a documentary about this but I don't know. I clicked it and I was like, oh, what? Like, people should watch this. To reiterate, I first saw it and was like, Fallon, why am I watching this? And then I watched it and was like, oh, that's See? why she had me watching See? it. <laughs> I was See? like, oh. This is why you got to trust my judgment. I'll be knowing. <laughs> and, and I fell in love with Gwynedora. I just love her. I, lo- I love, like, she was like, I'm a big woman and I'm in porn. Like, what you yeah. want to say about mm-hmm. me? Okay, and I'm beautiful. She's cool. She's and, cool. And even then, like, I was watching her get ready, like, her get ready with me. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this but her get ready like, with me is like, it was art. Like, it, that's, that's how a normal model, a normal podcaster, like, how we get ready. We set yeah. up our equipment. We set up our, our makeup, our this, our that. You know, it was it was art. Yeah. She was an artist. I, it's not for me, but. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I flowers. felt a little uncomfortable watching her make the video. Because it's just her in there. So she has to act, of course. But it was just like. Was like oh, Ugh. hi. It's you from my class. And I was like. <laughs> And then it went to like, yeah, you think I'm sexy? <laughs> Do you want to see my big bazoongas? And it was like, whoa. <laughs> now, the, what made me like cringe was the um, the soft porn scene with the two guys and the, the one girl like toward the end. Yeah. The pink hair. I was like, oh, this is awkward. Like you, you see the setup like in porn videos for those who watch porn where it's like, hi, Fallon. Like, hi. <laughs> but it's like you never see it. I guess, like, behind the scenes, like, yeah. when they're recording mm-hmm. it. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh. Because you can take it in as, like, a regular video, but watching someone do it, it's like, ah. I was like, it's cringe. Like, yeah. you. It's like, I mean, good for you, but, like, I don't. Uh. And I was like, yeah, no, And then no. she's, like, going to the bathroom and washing her fake lube off. It was just, like, it was just. I was like, I can't. But either way, it so. was good. If you want to watch it, please do. It's a very interesting documentary. And then if you watch it, leave us some comments about how you feel. Let us know your thoughts. If you agree, if you disagree, like where are you at with it? So the original question I was going to propose to you hmm. was, should porn be more mainstream? And now this is where I want mm. y'all all to tap in because since then I've diverted. Yeah. And I, I think I'm going to ask you a different question, a, a much more involved question. Okay. Well, which one do you want me to answer first? We, we're not going to do the mainstream one. Okay. What's, what you got there? Should porn be less taboo? Not the Dej Loaf in the back. I'm out of my mind. <laughs> um, okay. Should porn be less taboo? Yes. And, and I want everybody at home to tap in when, y'all, when this episode gets released. And yeah. give me your thoughts. Should porn be 
less taboo. Let's talk about it. Well, how do you feel, Corey? I'm in favor of it. Again, I, I'm about to start being OnlyFans, okay? Check me out. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, I can't but stand you. I feel that, like she said, anything can be porn. Porn yeah. can be found anywhere. Porn should be less taboo. We live in a society where you can't escape porn. Mm-hmm. You know, you have porn on OnlyFans, on porn p- places that it's expected. But you have soft porn, Instagram. You have h- hardcore porn, Twitter. You know, shoot, there was a, a a period of time recently where there was nothing but penis videos and everything on Facebook. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? On stories That's and stuff. Fact. There's porn everywhere. Yeah. There's nudes in people's phones. There's porn everywhere you go. It should be the less nudes taboo. The nudes in the phones. And, and, and I more so want to touch base on... When I say less taboo, I mean obviously it should be shared and distributed, you know, more in a broad sense. But yeah. meaning you should also not yuck people's yum. So back to our conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not into fisting. But if you are, if you want to publicize that, whether you are a consumer or you're a porn performer, yeah. do your thing. I'm not gonna go search that up <laughs> because it's not for me. But I'm I'll definitely I'll share it for you. Yeah. I'll put light to it because that's your thing. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't think porn should be taboo. However, I do think, personally, for me, I feel like porn should transition into a subscription-based thing, kind of like how OnlyFans and all that is. So that way you can, one, be more specific about the content you want to watch and find the creators that are doing that. But also, my hope with that, my hope would be that with subscriptions, there will be way more people moderating behind the scenes to make sure people are getting the proper and legal content that they can have. And the subscription doesn't have to be always paid. That's a fact. You know, they also, there's a lot of companies that do like donation based subscriptions, or it could be more, you know, there's certain content that's very much free to watch, but if you want like some nitty gritty things or if you you know if you're more into bdsm or something like that then it can transition to subscription so like how you do people do patreons or things like that i say then yeah i support it in that way but i'm just very much like i'm not a big i well i don't watch porn i'm dun 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 Wait, which what? which one is that one? <laughs> oh, it's not that one, but, <laughs> that, but, it, but it fits. Like, what? Uh, no, you don't watch porn. Wait, wait, uh-uh. we got a segue. You don't watch porn? Uh uh-uh. uh, it's not it's not my jam. Uh, I'm not gonna yuck your yum. I'm, we'll talk I'm, about this offline. We gotta talk about it offline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, I feel like in a nutshell, no, porn should not be taboo anymore because it's sex. How you consume sex is your business. That's a fact. And that's just that. But you can't act like it's not there. It, that's that's my issue. It's the censorship. Yeah. It's it's the, like... Because nobody has a problem watching sex when it's in a movie theater. Ostracizing people's kinks and their endeavors. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it should be less taboo. We should not have so much opinion on what gets people going unless you hit those topics that are pedophilia mm-hmm. and coercion. Yeah, no, and see, because, you know, again, that's like dark web shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Obviously, let's put a stop to that, but, like, yeah. you're into fisting. Into, <laughs> I want to really, like, delve into the dark web one day. Not because I want to be on it, but I just want to see, in essence of, like, 
is it literally dark? Like, do you go on a web browser and it's black and it's like it's red shit on there? Look, girl, evil. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get your tour your tour browser and you gonna check it out. Oh god, I'm okay. good because I do want to dive in and see what's there, but I don't want people to come back to me. Oh, that's you know, a fact. Hit you up on Facebook. No, like, I don't. So I saw I, you. Yeah, I knew you was on that <laughs> website. I knew that was you. Like, nah, you know nah, 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 right? Where, where I it, live was for, at. it was for science purposes. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so we're going to transition. That was good. Yeah, watch the doc. Yapper cat. We doing yapper cat? Does Uh-oh. water get stale? Yes. No, no, it does not. Yes, it does, Corey. <laughs> no. What does stale mean? Stale means it's old or no. it's, it's contaminated. <laughs> old means old. It's caught too much air in it now. The shit is just whack. <laughs> water has air in it. <laughs> but no, listen, I'm going to tell you how water gets stale, right? First of all, it does have an expiration date. It does. On the packaging, it tells you best consumed by. Because you got to think. That's first, not an expiration date. Same shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, think about with water, right? Especially the way that we consume it more times than not is, like, through packaging mm-hmm. or, you know, fil- filtrations or whatever. But even with that, it's like you're going through a company or a, a what's it called? A, a lab, whatever, that they're processing water and putting chemicals or little things to maintain the purification of it or whatever. That shit going to get old after a while. Okay, so if you got, a, then, if you got a wait, Brita filter. Hold on, hold on, because I do got a Brita filter. But but even <laughs> when you drink something, right? Like, say, for example, if you have a bottle of water and you drink half of it, you have your own bacteria that's eventually sloshing through the water. So if you drink half a bottle of water and you let it sit for four-plus hours, you're going to taste your bacteria. That's not stale, though. <laughs> that's just dirty, dirty. water. <laughs> Mouth water. No, it's stale. <laughs> okay. So what if you waterfall, though? Because I, I it still tastes stale. So if you got a Brita Fiji filter, water already tastes stale to me. If you got a Brita filter, no Wegman's water is Wegman's water is disgusting. I love you Wegos, but no thank you. I love Wegman's too, <laughs> but y'all y'all getting a little too commercial for me. These prices are looking ridiculous. So and the amount for these prices and y'all water tastes like toilet water <laughs> is horrendous. But anyway, if you had a Brita filter at home mm-hmm. and you put your water in there and yeah. you put it in the fridge, that's gonna get stale. It might. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. How's, how's it gonna get stale? Cause it's been in there too long. Does water get stale? Please, I want y'all to please, please, I'm alive right now. Please tap in. But also, water gets stale, what? Corey. No, it does. <laughs> the soda gets stale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to see the the definition of stale right now. Listen, <laughs> I need. I believe that water gets stale. I believe that. You know, cereal definitely gets stale. But that's a, like, solid object. Like, that's a... It's no... Listen, here's the definition of stale. No longer fresh and pleasant to eat. Hard, musty, or dry. Water isn't... You don't eat water. No, we don't. And it don't but, get dry. Yeah, but it's no longer fresh. Is it musty? <laughs> it can be if it's been sitting for six plus hours. Which are bacteria <laughs> it is. Mm, especially for y'all that don't brush your teeth well. I'm just saying. If you haven't been to a dentist, you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. <laughs> no comment. No. I'm just saying. But I, I wholeheartedly believe, you know, water can get stale. We gonna yeah. we gonna we gonna circle back to that. Okay. Chips okay. chips get stale. Chips definitely get stale. And people actually like stale chips. 
There's some folks that like that little chew. I like flat soda. Ew. Especially like ginger ale or root beer. Mm. You like it flat, Corey? I like it flat. Like straight flat? So, you know, I don't really drink soda that right? often. Except for Baja Blast. Mm-mm. But <laughs> it's something about that. That's that. I was about to say stale. Something about that. <laughs> ginger ale. Like that flat ginger ale. Yeah. Ginger ale is all right flat. But even then, it's like me personally, I'll just go drink some tea. I'm going to drink both. Mm-mm. It's gross. Because <laughs> think about it. Also, when it's stale or when it's flat, it's also warm. Ew. No, no. Because Corey. I'll still keep it in the fridge. It'll still be cold. It'll be cold and flat. <laughs> but, it's, but it's syrup. It's not even, then it be, it's just syrup after a while. Ooh. I'm going to shake that thing Mm-mm. and call it a day. Ew. And I'm going to chug it. And I'm going to drink it. Do you get that weird filmy feeling on your teeth when nope. you drink it? Like how oh. you drink Pepsi? So the only time I get that feeling is from Pepsi. Not dark soda, not Coke, not flat soda. It's just Pepsi, right? It's just Pepsi. Okay, I thought but it was But the funny fucking. thing is, because we bought that Peeps Pepsi the other day. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't do it. Me. It didn't give me that feeling. It gave it to me. It, it's just that that strong lightning Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, can't, I, didn't, I can't do it. I didn't like it. No, I don't like it. It was... That Peeps Pepsi wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I won't it tastes honestly, it tastes like cotton candy. That's what that's, that's what, what Mecca par- said. My partner said that about the Dream World Coke. Oh, really? That it has that yeah. like, like marshmallowy. He like, he's like it, it gives him like the the I guess cotton candy slash candy mm-hmm. feel, mouthfeel, I guess. I, I don't get it. It just tastes like colors and glitter, but <laughs> I was a fan. It tastes like glitter. <laughs> Dream World Coke. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> so they open it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like. Yo, it you know what they don't do? Super random. They don't have the Coca Cola bear anymore. Remember around Christmas time when they would do Coke ads and they would have the big white cola, like cola bear. <laughs> Fun fact: you know I love me Taco cola bear. Taco Bell. If y'all tapping in, please sponsor me. But <laughs> for, for y'all who don't know, do you know why? They don't use the dog anymore. At Taco Bell? Yeah. No, why? Is it dead? He, he passed. The voice actor for it. There was a... Why they can't just get a new chihuahua? I do it. But what did he, what did he used to say? We could use Kylo as the dog. Yeah. <laughs> but what did the dog used to say? I think Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Anybody could say that. They could hire... Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they could hire um, Danny Trejo. Oh, to be oh. the Taco Bell dog. I lucky want to see Pedro Pascal do it. Yeah, he would be good at it. Too. I don't know why, but I love that man. Like he's really just he he's been nice. doing his thing. He's yeah. really been doing his thing. He was really good in um the Kingsman movie. He so I haven't Has seen the it little all. Uh, country uh, the country man. He's, yeah, he did really well in The Last of Us. Um, mm, I haven't watched that yet. That's my partner's like the game, the show, all of it. But I tap in here and there and like, yeah, really, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. What is that show even about? The cordyceps uh, fungus. Uh, have you heard of it? Mm-mm. So cordyceps is a, it's an actual fungus, but that's not, we're not prone to it. It's more so, I guess, for plants and stuff. Hmm. Um, and I, I think small animals. But <clears throat> um, basically, it's a fungus that takes over, like, the nervous system and, like, the brain and things like that and makes it a quote-unquote zombie. Mm. Um, and basically, that's what it is. It's a dystopian show that shows the progression of that virus. Um, and then it's, like, the, the time time length i guess of it Hmm. like part of the show or majority of the show is like 20 years later after the the fungus has been 
mm. you know, spreading and whatnot. Um, That's kind of like that show on Apple TV. See, mm. it's basically kind of the same thing where it's like post-apocalyptic or whatever, but essentially there was like a outbreak of something that wiped out a lot of people on Earth. But all the people that survived in the generation or two that survived after that, everybody's now born blind. Mm. So being able to mm. see in like the social in, in society is like witchcraft. Like no one can see. Everybody's depending on all their other sensor, senses but your eyes. So when people can see it's like, oh, she's a witch. And it, like, goes into, like, a witch hunt for people that can see and, like, the whole shebang. It's crazy. It's crazy. That reminds me of um, Monty Python. She's a witch. Well, how do you know she's a witch? Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that either. The Holy Grail? No, I've never oh, seen it. You're doing life wrong. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that's, that's next on our list. If y'all are Monty Python fans, please tap in. Yeah, Monty I've, I've always seen it all the time, but I've never actually seen the show monty python is gold it mm. is gold like i can watch that me and deanna like we still literally like verbatim mm. like, <laughs> i love that movie uh, <laughs> okay yeah i'm gonna I'm have to watch it and then i'll let you know my thoughts i'll have to find it somewhere somehow i believe they're all on hbo not hbo sorry hulu or netflix hmm because um, I remember I was, you know, going through and they were just like popping up. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, oh, oh, OK. Mm. And then I saw a weekend at Bernie's, too. Mm. Like, oh, shit. Never seen that either. I got to catch up. I got to catch up on my movie shit. It's, def- it's dope. So, all right. Let's recap. Are we going to watch? Tonight. Sorry, what you Um, Do you have any parting thoughts before we go as we're wrapping up today? I want y'all to really tap in. Um, like I said, we've been giving, getting a lot of feedback, you know, just saying, like, you know, y'all voices are soothing and, like, you know, the podcast is fire mm-hmm. and whatnot, which are all appreciated. I really appreciate the love. But send us y'all topics. Send us, you know, things that we could improve on. Send us um, just any kind of thoughts y'all have. You know what I mean? This is, we're starting it out. You know, we got a good rhythm and whatnot, but we want to see y'all interact. We want to see y'all involved. We want to see how we could grow, how we could branch out, um, things we could do better and just overall make this a better show. You know what I mean? We we can bring the energy and our personalities, but mm-hmm. this this is real deal for us. You know what I mean? We're invested. So yeah. Let us know what's up. I agree. I'm I'm just I'm happy to be here and I'm happy that our first show that we put out, again, for those that have listened to it already, have given us really great feedback or just saying that they really enjoy it. And it's crazy because I was saying to them we made multiple episodes before we launched that one. That's a fact. So, like, the fact that that was the one, it was like, oh, yeah, we got to put this out. So I'm so glad that people are receiving it well. I'm glad that people are sharing it. Even for those that maybe don't listen to podcasts, I'm appreciative of your support. Right. Um, because that's what we need as creators, as black creators, as black people. Um, so I'm very thankful, and I'm appreciative, and I'm excited to see how this grows i'm excited how to see how the community builds i'm excited to see what people it reaches and how far it goes and yeah i'm, I'm very happy and i'm proud of us and i'm proud of myself <laughs> i would like to thank me for for doing this <laughs> you are beyonce thank you <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm i'm appreciative for real that this worked i'm appreciative of Corey um coming on this journey with me and 
yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful. Tears, tears. <laughs> I appreciate being here. Like, yeah. it's a vibe. It's a vibe as always. Yeah. Know. So, all right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap today. Thank you all for tuning in again. And as always, we hope you have, have the day you deserve, matter of fact. For those who didn't catch it, they can follow me at all social media, mm-hmm. Corey o, Real Corey O'Brien, and on Facebook, Corey O'Brien, tap in. Yeah, and you can find me on social media at She Got Short Hair, except on Facebook, because my Facebook is exclusively for things that don't got to do with my business. The so in, The in crowd. It, stop. <laughs> you, you can't sit with us. <laughs> no, I'm on Facebook, too. But, yeah, um, thank you all for tuning in again. Like, follow, subscribe, rate, all the things, and let us know. And we'll catch y'all on the next one. Check y'all later. Bye.